podcasting from Mount Pleasant, Utah. This is the Sampete Horse Training Podcast. Sampete Horse Training's mission statement is simple, to send home a respectful, well-rounded, and well-broke horse that can handle a variety of situations. This is Eric Dent from Sampete Horse Training. We welcome you to this week's podcast. Uh, today I've got with me um, Anna, who is one of our horse trainers here as well. Welcome, Anna. Hello, thanks. So today we want to talk about something a little bit different and kind of explore a little bit of the world of getting into horses. So as many of you probably know, I did not have my first horse until I was about 16 years old. So I did not grow up with them and it was not a natural thing for me. I had to learn everything that, uh, that I uh, was able to eventually pick up with horses. Um, it didn't just come as a three-year-old on the back of a horse. How about you, Anna? How old were you when you first getting started getting consistently involved with horses? Uh, well, I've been obsessed with them since before I could remember. Um, but my dad brought home a horse when I was about eight or nine. Um, but I could not handle that horse, so I pretty much just rode behind the saddle. And we had that horse for a year or two. Um, and then I really didn't do anything with horses until I was in my early 20s. So we are both in a situation where we understand what it's like to not really have any horse knowledge and then jump into the horse industry. And, you know, it's kind of a bit of a clicky type of an industry. There's a lot of lingo out there. There's a lot of uh, just just different kind of groups of people and types of horses and, and all that kind of a thing. And I think it can be just a little bit daunting for people to get into it that don't really know a lot about it to begin with. So the purpose behind uh, doing this podcast is that we are currently in the process of beginning to offer lessons to those that don't either don't know a lot about horses, haven't been around them a lot, or even at all, um, or those that maybe have been around them some but want to just increase their knowledge and their learning and um, their abilities with horses. So, um, so Anna, what do you think was the hardest thing for you about becoming involved with horses? What, what's the one thing that really stands out that was like, oh, man, that took a lot to get used to or to learn about or whatever? Gosh, I'd probably have to say it really was, uh, regarding riding, it was like my balance um, you know, the, my mind wanted to just go gallop through fields and then <laughs> try that and it would not, not work. You know, the very first time I ever fell off a horse was I was trying to ride her bareback and I was leaning forward on her neck and then she drank out of a stream and I just slid down her neck and fell off. Uh, so the dream of riding through fields at a full on gallop, you know, was kind of crushed when I fell off at a standstill. Uh, so I think that was the hardest the hardest thing uh, to pick up. It took a lot of time, a lot of practice, a lot of miles. It was not something that just came naturally. You know, it's still something that I still have to work on today. So let's talk about that even a little bit more for a second. Um, what, what do you think was the single most important thing that helped you to, to get that balance? Um, I'm sure there were a lot of things, but is there maybe one or two that you could point out that made the biggest difference for you? Yeah, so for sure, Vine was loping. Um, just letting uh, 
the horse kind of go down a dirt road and not have to worry about steering, not having to worry about um, getting to the other side of the arena or going around in a tight circle in a round pen, just kind of letting them open up and them just go uh, and be just relaxing. You know, I was fo so focused on holding on, uh, maybe squeezing, you know, with my legs here and squeezing there and trying to, to pull them back or just being a little tense, but just relaxing and looking forward um, and paying more attention to the horse's movement than mine. You know, it's interesting, the whole idea of loping, one of the most consistent things that we've found as we've hired trainers over the years is that if we can get a one-minute video clip of them loping on a horse, it pretty much tells us everything that we need to know about their skills. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would, I would definitely say that that was important and very instrumental for me as well. Um, I would add, you know, to this that, that uh, riding... Uh, less experienced horses kind of later on in my horsemanship journey really added to my balance. I, I had been riding for a long time, ridden a lot of miles, and probably still didn't have that great a balance. But once I started to ride younger horses that didn't have quite the training, that really developed my, my balance over time as well. So, um, Yeah, I would say for me too, also riding without stirrups, definitely when I was a little more experienced, but I was a working student for a classic dressage guy, and um, he, uh, you know, I was excited for the lessons and excited for what I was going to learn, and the lessons were actually on a long line, and I didn't have stirrups, and I didn't have reins, and at first I was pretty, kind of pretty bummed, but, you know, happy with whatever I could get, and that, I only had a few lessons, and those were really instrumental in uh, figuring out where my balance was and not relying on the stirrups and just strengthening the muscles. And that was a huge, huge thing. And it was something I wouldn't recommend doing until you're a little bit more advanced and also maybe not on Colts, even though I still try sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Anna's like our resident ride whatever horse for the first time in the arena and stick it just fine no matter what it does sort of yeah. person. So, <laughs> um, so what do you think would be the most intimidating thing that uh, that you experienced or, or maybe a couple things that were intimidating to you about horses when you very first got um, involved with them? Uh, well, two things. So one of them was on the ground and one of them was riding. So I'll start with uh, the riding on this one. I was so scared to fall off because the only time I had fallen off was I just slipped down the neck that one time and it was funny. Um, and I hadn't fallen off before then. I'd had some close, you know, some close calls. Um, and I had started doing some uh, just cross rail jumping and I was just so terrified to fall off. It just looked so painful and it, uh, just I just dreaded it and was so nervous. And it was kind of funny because actually after I fell off that first time, um, that just actually helped me quite a bit. Like, okay, it happened. It was fine. I got back on and just realizing it's just part of part of riding horses. You know, you got to dust yourself up and get back on. And the bigger deal you make about it, um, the longer it's going to last. And so it's kind of funny. Yeah, I was terrified to fall off. And, you know, I wouldn't say I enjoy falling off now, but it's just kind of part of what's going to happen. And the more you ride horses, the more you're prepared that really you're not going to fall off near as much as when you're starting. 
Um, and for On the Ground, I spent a lot of time when I was a kid watching them and being with them in the pasture. And that was always a little nervous for me because I uh, didn't really realize what I was doing, and so they got in my space quite a bit. And I just loved being around them, but I always felt a little nervous because at any moment, you know, a mare might uh, jump away and squeal at another one, and um, suddenly her butt's, you know, facing right at me. And so just just kind of not really understanding the uh, having a bubble and a space around you that they're not allowed into unless you invite them in. I think for me it was very similar. I can still remember when I was a pretty young child before we even got horses, I was at a neighbor's house and I can still remember leading these two horses down to a pasture and they were just literally right on top of me. And that just, it was a, it was a healthy fear. It was something that I should have been afraid of. And, and uh, I think that a lot of people new to horses don't really understand that that is not an acceptable behavior and that you need to defend that space at all costs. Um, there's a lot of people over the years that have been hurt or even killed by letting horses into their space and then something spooking them and them running over the top of them and them getting aggressive and kicking at another horse and connecting with a person or, or different things like that. So I think that was definitely one for me as well. So um, when, we, when we talk about getting into horses and learning more about them, um, I want to point out real quick that I think that a lot of people focus so much on the riding aspect that they kind of forget about everything else. And as we start this lesson program here at Sam Pete Horse Training, we're really trying to broaden people's horizons beyond just riding the horse. Obviously, that's the fun part, and we're going to be doing a lot of that. In fact, something a little bit different about our lessons compared to probably most places is that we're gonna be focusing an awful lot of our time um, taking our customers that are, you know, people that are attending these lessons um, outside of the arena and, and going down the dirt roads and on the foot, in the foothills and, and even on the mountain so that they can gain the skills in those areas, which is where most people, that, at least the people that we're kind of targeting are, that's where they want to, to be is, um, you know, just kind of that pleasure trail horse type of a setting. Um, and so, but we're also going to be focusing on a lot of stuff that, that is intermixed with the riding that has nothing to do with riding. And that would be things like preventative medicine in horses, how to care for horses, what, how to, uh, to do um, basic maintenance on horses, such as th things like, like uh, teeth floats and, and um, you know, vaccine programs and things like that. Give you the basic information so that you kind of know what you're looking for. Um, so that if you truly are new to horses, or even if you have been around them, you're going to be getting some knowledge that is kind of beyond just the mechanics of riding. Um, we also intend to talk an, an awful lot about how horses think and what they, what your interaction with them can be like to help um, your relationship with your horse be better. And so uh, we really look forward to this. Um, so... Anna, what do you think is probably one of the things that you're most excited to teach people that is not associated with riding? I think uh, it's more behavior of the horse. You know, everyone tends to think that horses are a little bit more like dogs. Uh, you praise them and uh, you say, good job, and then that's how they know that they were doing the right thing. And, you know, that's just not quite how they work, and life's going to be kind of hard if that's the way you go about it. So I think just un helping them understand how the horse thinks, how not to, uh, you know, get frustrated 
um, how to be able to teach them something and have fun at the same time. Yeah, I think that's super important. I'm excited to teach a little bit of the veterinary side of things. I think there are a lot of people out there that have horses that just want to have a little more knowledge. You know, what do you do if there's a little cut? How do you bandage horses properly? Um, what are some of the vaccinations that you need to be concerned about? Uh, what is a teeth float? And what do we actually do during a teeth float as a veterinarian to, to help a horse have good maintenance with their oral health? Um, you know, things like this, I think, can be a lot of fun. They don't have to be just a lecture type setting where we sit there and tell you what we do, but I think there's a lot of really fun hands-on stuff that can help people to understand their horses better that I'm personally very excited to, to incorporate into these lessons. So, um, so as we kind of roll this program out, what we're really hoping is that people will look at this as a resource that they can use to better their horsemanship and to enjoy their horses more. We, we say on our website and to people all the time that, that um, we are just the type of people that just don't really care about showing our horses. We don't really find any joy or, or satisfaction in going to an arena and getting looking all pretty and, and then competing a bunch against a bunch of other people and, and then having to pay a bunch of money to make the judges like you sort of a thing. <laughs> and uh, we're just the type of people that instead we, I mean, what is it we like, Anna? What, what, what do you like doing with a horse that's just more pleasurable than trying to be in that stressful show world? Yeah, well, really, I just like probably my favorite thing uh, to do. Well, I guess there's two of them. Um, but on the Western side, I just like to take them up in the mountains uh, and enjoy, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm just going around at a walk, like I can be loping around trees and stuff and just bettering how, um, you know, the horse and I work together. Um, and just, you know, being in nature at the same time and with good friends. Uh, and then on the on the English side, you know, I really like to jump, but I have no, really no desire to compete. I just like taking, you know, a horse that has not, not, you know, seen, they haven't seen any jumps or anything and just getting them used to that and taking them over a little cross rails. I don't really have any desire to go any higher than that. Um, but just more relaxed, you know, I think horses are fun and I like to kind of keep it that way. So Yeah. It's kind of funny how miserable some of the people in the show crowd really are. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think one of my favorite things is just to, to, to get on a horse and, and my wife get on a horse and just ride around town after the kids have gone to bed. <laughs> yeah, see, and that was one thing with me. I was pretty used to having, you know, I was showing, and so every time I was riding, someone was just watching me uh, and critiquing every little movement and then um, placing me, you know, and, you know, how good I was compared to everyone else there. And I think the first time I started trail riding, you know, I'd be like, hey, don't, don't judge how I'm riding. Like, uh, you know, I'm a little sore, so I'm not going to look that great. And no one cares. <laughs> Just yeah. a lot more relaxed. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the way it should be. I love to take horses, go up, up on a mountain trail and then go fishing. You know, yeah. I, sometimes even just right before dusk, getting on and just loping down the dirt roads for a couple miles. I mean, there's just so much more enjoyable, so many more enjoyable things to do with a horse than going and showing them. And, um, you know, that's really what this is geared for, is to help people to effectively do just that, to increase their confidence, their abilities, their, um, 
you know, their, their knowledge of horses and their interaction with their horse so that they can go and ride around town. And when that dog comes running out, yipping at their heels, it's not going to end up a, as a big hospital bill and, and six months off, you know. Um, and so that's really what, you, what we're after here is just everyday horsemanship. We're not interested in the mechanics and the, you know, although there'll be some of that, we're just mostly interested in making it so that people can be successful in a pleasurable setting with their horse. So to that end, um, what, what do you envision these lessons being like, Anna? What, what do you think it'll be like? Say somebody purchases a, a month's worth of lessons and Let's say that they don't know anything about a horse. They've never even ridden a horse. And yet they want, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's, uh, you know, a husband buys his wife uh, these lessons for Christmas because she's never been around horses, but she's always wanted to. So what are you going to do for the first four lessons with her? Oh, gosh. So I actually taught lessons when I was in Oregon, and uh, the majority of them were, were kids, but a lot of them were adults too. And... Uh, they, they're very, very, very few had even uh, had anything to do with horses. A lot of them, the only time they'd seen horses were in the parade uh, on holidays, one time a year. And it was just so exciting to, to teach them what the horse is thinking and how they learn. Um, and then really just, just figuring out how to work with them. And I mean, just seeing that they're, you know, the, working through the hard, because sometimes the hardest times are with the horse, and the best times are with the horse. So just helping them work through uh, the hard times and celebrating the good times with them, and just kind of showing them what kind of world these horses have, have to offer. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, is, you know, what Anna just said, that we, we are going to be doing all of these lessons with horses every single time. There's not going to be necessarily a classroom component to it. There'll be a lot of learning, but it's going to be hands-on right there with the horse every single lesson. And that's really important to us that it is a very, very, you know, hands-on type of approach. So we've got six horses um, that we're going to be using for the lesson horses for this particular program. We will allow people to use their own horses, but only if those horses have been trained for at least 45 days uh, by Sampete Horse Training. There's a few different reasons for that, but we just really feel like overall we're going to have a lot better experience if, if the horses understand some basic fundamental items that they have been taught by our company. Um, and so we are going to restrict the lessons to um, at least the outside horses need to be ones that have been trained by our company. Um, but we do have six horses within the company that um, are at various stages of life and various stages of training. And they will be used where appropriate with individual people based on their skills, what we're trying to teach them, what, um, what the person needs to learn, and where the horse is at in their own progression. So for example, we've got, um, we've got a Mustang that we started last fall that is still fairly green and still actually has a couple issues, um, especially on the ground, is a little bit worried about people. And so we're gonna be using this horse for a lot of the lessons and, and helping people to understand what the horse is feeling and some basic groundwork exercises, um, you know, what the horse is thinking and, and, and how they're reacting to individuals. We probably won't people have people riding that horse very much, but it will be a situation where we can use it to really highlight some of the principles 
of uh, psychology and, and philosophy behind the way that horses think. So we've got uh, several horses. So what do you think about some of the other ones, Anna? Which ones are you excited to, to use for the beginner, the beginner uh, type riders? Oh, I always, I always liked the the really beginner beginner horses because they kind of know what they're doing, but they're also smart enough that they're not going to do it unless they're properly told to do it. Uh, and so, that's been some of my favorite lessons: are horses that already really know what they're doing, um, and just helping helping the rider to figure out on the ground and under a saddle exactly which cues to to give. Um, what to do, and then once the horse does it, like they're they just it just clicks with kind of with both of them. And um, I don't know, that's my favorite is when the horses actually know really what they're doing, and the uh, riders have to kind of figure out exactly how to tell them to do those things. So we've got a couple horses that fit that bill. Um, one of them is actually one that my own children uh, grew up learning to ride on, um, and so we're really excited for for those those couple horses to be. Um, kind of introduced in this program as well because we know how solid they are and, and how great they'll be for this situation. So um, I'm really excited for the the practical part of this because each of these horses have such a different level of training, different experiences that they've that they've had, and therefore they're going to be teaching people different things. So what do you think, Anna? Is there any value in maybe having lessons on more than one horse? Oh, I think this is a huge thing. I really, um, I always bring this up every time I talk about learning to ride. Um, I had took riding lessons in a university atmosphere, and uh, I always kind of broadcasted that, uh, you know, I haven't really ridden that much. Uh, this is really new to me, so... You know, just kind of almost as an excuse, you know, this is why I'm not as good as you are. And it was totally the opposite of what I expected because I was riding with girls that had ridden one horse their entire life. And then suddenly we're in a program where we're riding, uh, if not a different horse every single day, maybe two or three different horses every single day. And then we'd go to a, a show and you actually draw out uh, what horse you're going to ride, and you can mount the horse, but you cannot even touch the reins until you're actually in the arena. And so uh, just being on all of these different horses and having to figure it out and, um, you know, just, you know, feeling even the different gates and just the different personalities was a huge, huge difference. It was just a game changer compared to other people at my level that had been riding one horse their whole life. You know, I kind of stopped stopped saying exactly what my past was because uh, I was automatically putting myself at a lower level than everyone else. But really, because I had ridden so many different horses, uh, I was right up there with the best of them. Yeah, that's awesome. That's something we want to incorporate for sure. We, we want to build people's confidence. And if that means that they stick with one horse for a little bit, then that's great. But we also want to expose them to other horses because we know they're going to learn other things from those horses and that's that is true of anything in life you got to step outside of your comfort zone to be able to grow and so we're excited to have multiples to be able to choose from and, and and interact with with people so so as we roll this out right now we're rolling out kind of a limited uh, version of it and that is basically just the lessons okay so these lessons are going to be held in initially uh, an arena type setting 
and then eventually they will go um, kind of outside of the arena into settings like around town on the dirt roads in the foothills on the mountain um, you know trail riding and things like that and so that's where we're going to start with this um, in the business and we're excited about that because that's the hands-on component of it but we are actively working and have been for some time on a different component of this and uh, this is really exciting I, i'm really looking forward to this part of of the business and uh, um, of this service towards our customers. So Anna, why don't you explain a little bit about this idea that we're having and, and that we're currently working on right now? Uh, yeah, so it's almost like a mixing a classroom setting with riding your horse. And this is what I think I looked for and I looked for my entire childhood and then eventually kind of gave up and went to a university. and. I would say even I didn't really get this kind of uh, knowledge and experiences even in the university. And so I'm just really excited for uh, people that have done stuff with horses that maybe know a lot about horses and then those that don't know anything. Um, and just to be able to have like a, a school education setting, be able to uh, learn, read, watch, uh, videos uh, really gain a lot of knowledge and then be able to turn around and actually be able to go and apply it in their lessons. So why don't you explain to us a little bit how this is like, what, what is the platform or how do they get this? Are these, are these like DVDs? Are they, you know, podcasts that they have to listen to? Is it a book we're giving them? What, what exactly is it that, uh, that we're doing here? It's the whole package. So, I mean, it's mostly online um, and it's just, it's like a classroom setting. And so you'll have modules, uh, chapters as if it's a textbook, um, but within everything, you're going to have uh, videos, you're going to have uh, papers to read. You know, at times there might be quizzes to make sure that uh, you're getting the correct information and understanding it. Uh, you're going to have assignments, you're, you're going to be able to um, really have an opportunity to apply what you're learning throughout this curriculum. And so you'll have uh, chapters and modules to go through, that, and then in turn you'll be able to build um, on top of what you're learning. And, um, I mean, it's going to be about six months, is that right? Yeah, so basically this is an online course, right? Yeah. So, um, and it would be kind of like taking online college classes, and each level, or we don't know what we're going to call them yet, module, level, chapter, I don't know, <laughs> uh, is going to be roughly six months, six months long. Um, and if that would be if you were going to be doing it once a week. Um, but it will have enough information to where, you know, it's, it's basically like taking a semester-long class. Yeah, uh, just, I mean, if, if anyone's like me, you know, they spend a lot of time trying to find books and trying to find videos, um, and so this is just everything all together, and yeah, more than you could hope for. It's really exciting. So we've been uh, doing some filming for this, and, and we've got everything from PDF documents that have information about a specific topic to videos of examples within horses to audio files that, dis that discuss a specific um, philosophy or, or technique. Um, and then there, there's just a lot of, uh, you know, coursework in the middle of it. And so this would be something uh, we, we kind of tried to model this maybe just a little bit after the whole idea of a combination of like piano lessons for a child plus 
a, an online degree program for an adult. So it's, it's kind of like, well, you don't just go take piano lessons without a book. You gotta have the book, right? Yeah. Um, but we, we also don't want it to be so dry that it's like reading a textbook at a college class. And so we're kind of mixing the two. So we're hoping that eventually what happens is, is people that don't live here local in Utah can still basically take our lessons without actually being here to take the lessons. They can do this at home, um, watching this content and, and going through this curriculum and uh, learn and then practice on their own horses and certainly even interact with us from a distance. So super, super excited about this. And this is gonna be something that'll be coming at least the first you know, level of this will be coming online sometime within the next couple of months. Now, what I really like about this too is that it's applying to whatever kind of learner you are. It's applying to those that are visual, hands-on, verbal, and then they just like to read. You know, it's little components of all of it. It just really makes uh, the learning and the education just quite a bit uh, more understandable and able to apply. And as with everything, we're going to have a veterinary component to this. You know, this is one thing that I'm really excited about because I don't think there's really anybody out there that has done this. You know, horse trainers are horse trainers, veterinarians are veterinarians. It's kind of two totally different worlds. Um, but we're going to kind of marry these two worlds together, and we're going to talk a lot about things that, uh, that cross over between the two worlds. And that's something that will be very unique about the program that we're, we're developing here. So... Uh, I, th I think as, as we move forward with this, one of the things that I want to really, um, I guess, really reiterate or put a lot of emphasis on is that the type of person that we are interested in helping are those that really don't feel all that confident about horses, maybe don't even know that much about, about horses, or if they do know quite a bit, they're really, really eager to learn a lot more. The horse industry is full of, of experts. It's full of people that, that uh, know more than anyone else. And we're not really interested in, in working with that type of person. We're, we're interested in working with the type of person that, that uh, is 35 years old and, and has never been on a horse in their life, but they think it'd be kind of cool to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that saying that it's hard work beats talent every time. And those are the people that I enjoy teaching the most you know, ones that I feel like I can connect with because I've been in their shoes um, and have, you know, experienced the same struggles, um, but in turn know just as well as they do how exciting the victories are. Yeah, so if you find yourself listening to this podcast and thinking to yourself, man, I don't know anything about horses and I, I really do want to, but I just don't even know where to start. Well, this is a good place to start because this is being... Uh, you know, modeled and, and all the emphasis is being put on people towards people just like you. So anybody can learn to be successful about horses, it, around horses. It doesn't matter how old you are, what your experience level is, and that kind of a thing. We just really want to try to help build confidence um, of people with their horse. So this is really exciting to us because it's a little bit different than, than what the typical um, horse industry is doing right now. So, as we go into these lessons, one of the things that um, we're going to be doing is we're going to be spending a lot of time uh, in the lessons teaching people to ride in the non-arena setting. So, Anna, as the, as the lesson teacher, what kind of freaks you out about that? <laughs> well, in an arena, there are four walls. So, 
I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I guess you could say it freaks me out a little bit, but it's also just so exciting. Um, you know, you get out there and on the dirt roads and in the foothills and the mountains, and you get into some real, uh, maybe some tough situations and tough experiences. But boy, it doesn't freak me out as much to be able to be there with them than, than when I was by myself out there in the dark, not making it home because I didn't have the tools or the expertise I do now out on the mountains. So, yeah, so maybe not, you know, I don't know. There are some things that freak me out, but not as much as, as being able to do this with them. I just think this is going to be so much fun. I, I can just, in my mind's eye, see, you know, the the 16-year-old kid that has never been around horses and we're, here we are up on the top of the skyline, you know, two hours into a ride showing them how to go down steep hills and cross water and, and, and this kind of stuff. This is just where horses are fun. It's just where it's a good time. Or, or maybe that, that 40-year-old husband that has a horse-crazy wife that, uh, that has been trying to get him to ride for all these years and, and now, you know, he's, he's able to go out and, and actually learn something and, and be in a setting that's, that's just a lot of fun um, and, and a very serene, beautiful, majestic you know, on the mountain in nature sort of a setting. And I just, I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm going to feel guilty that we're actually <laughs> going to get paid to do this. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. So some of the places that we get to ride around here are just absolutely amazing. And we're just really excited to do this. So. I mean, we try to capture it in videos and pictures and, and show them on social media. And I've sent videos to my friends, but it just, it does not do it justice. And um, it's kind of, you know, I start to take things for granted because I've done it every day. Um, but it's just going to be so exciting to share it with other people. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are interested, just head to our website. Um, it is sandpetehorse.com. Under the services tab, there's information about our training program, which is where we train a horse, your horse, for you. But then there's a section that talks about lessons, and that's where... Um, you can get a hold of the information on how to go about purchasing these lessons. The curriculum, the online curriculum and, and class type environment is not up there yet. It will be um, probably by about the 1st of February of 2020. Um, and, uh, but up until then, we'll be going ahead and doing lessons. Just so you're aware, you can purchase these lessons as like maybe a Christmas gift or something like that for someone. Um, and then they can be used at a later date. We just we just require that you start the lessons within six months of the purchase date um, of the lessons. So this would be a really good gift for that horse crazy person that uh, that you know in your family or, or a circle of friends. So, so Anna, what do you look forward to the most about this program? Gosh, I just want to meet people and be able to to share horses with them. I mean, I've been there my whole you know my whole childhood and teenage years and just wanted nothing but to even just be around horses. And so I'm just excited to share that with everyone. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So don't hesitate to give us a call if you have any questions. It's 435-462-1311. Visit our website at sampehorse.com. We have uh, active social media accounts. Instagram is probably the one we post on the most, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, and then feel free to stop by anytime. We're happy to meet you and, and uh, look forward to discussing whatever needs you've got as far as learning about horses or having your horses trained. Um, one last thing I'll mention about this is we will from time to time have some of these lesson horses that will be for sale as well. 
And so if you do these lessons and you decide that you really like one of these horses, then that would potentially be an option depending on the horse and the stage of training that it is in. And so this may also be a good place where you could um, find that right fit. Instead of trying to drive around looking for a horse, you can actually come do the lessons, learn, and then if you do find one that you like, it could potentially be for sale. That would be something as well. We also have the Buy a Mustang program. Um, we're about how far are we into these guys so far? Mo- oh, month, uh, yeah. five weeks? About a month, five yeah. weeks, yeah. Five, six weeks, something like that. So uh, we have got these two Mustangs that, uh, that we've got so far. We've got them um, up on the mountain now. We've, we've ridden them in some of the foothill-type environments and in some steep foothill-type stuff, not necessarily up on the mountain yet. But they've been down the dirt roads. We've had them uh, you know, crossing streams and, and uh, bridges and all kinds of stuff so far, and it's really been a lot of fun. So if you're interested in that program, also look at our website, it's the Buy Mustang program, and it's listed under the Horses for Sale tab on our website. So we appreciate you uh, coming along for the ride today, and thanks, Anna, for your input on this exciting new program. Yeah, of course. We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, we hope you are enjoying your horses.